0: All right. All right. All right. Good morning, everyone. Um, Great to have you online. Thanks for joining me for day two of the motivation calls in May. Um, I'm just going to change tack really quickly. What I want to do is actually just share a lesson that I got from this morning and um, in in one of my um, morning, in my morning ride. And here's what happened for me before we just get into the, the main message for the day is... Two weeks ago, I had an operation and that sort of put me on the sidelines for a little while. The doctors wanted me to um, have two weeks off and that didn't really happen. I sat back in training for 24 hours later, but um, I did take it easy and I sort of pulled back a little bit and I started to sleep in a little bit till 5.30 and then that crept out to 6 and then 6.30 and then I started, that became a little bit of a habit and it only took two weeks for that to creep in. And um, I was starting to feel better and I was, you know, other two weeks had passed, I was able to go and train again. And here's the thing, I, um, I made the decision last night that, right, we're going to turn this back around and we're going to start getting back up at four o'clock in the morning to train. And um, well, I, here's, here's the thing, is uh, last night I set the alarm and I set it for 4.20 and um, in doing so, I thought I'd ease myself back into it and not go straight to the four o'clock number. Anyway, so this morning, got up. The alarm went off at 4:20. I jumped out of bed to turn the alarm off, and I was met with a challenge. It was dark. It was cold. It was warmer in bed. My lovely wife was there, and um, it, it, it was it was a challenge for me to, you know, fire up and get up. And so I sat on the edge of the bed, and here's what I here's what happened. Then I just wanted to lay back down again. And when I was training for a world title. I recall that at, you know, back then I was getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning and um, so the alarm would go off at 10 to 3 for me to be on the road by 3 o'clock and it was hard then. It was really hard. Dawn wasn't even up yet and um, I was, it it was very difficult because it was cold and it was winter. So I would tell myself, world champion would not lay back down. A world champion does not succeed by being in bed and a world champion needs to do more than others would do and do other things that people wouldn't be doing. So I would get straight up and I'd be on the road by 3 o'clock, bang, out the door. But here was my mindset. I knew that most people didn't get up and out of bed till 5.30 for a 6 o'clock training session. And because I was on the road by 3 o'clock, I had three hours ahead of the game. So for every pedal stroke and every revolution that I did, I knew it was one more than everyone else was doing. So I would put all my power into each revolution to try and get the most out of that three hours before everyone else. And then what I would do is that I would try and do more of those revolutions, which means I would spin faster with more power because I knew that there was no one else out on the road and I was achieving more than everyone else would be. And here's the mindset. I would then do my three hours or two and a half, three hours before everyone was on the road. And then I would go and meet them to do the session with them. Not telling them, obviously, I've been up till th- since 3 a.m. Sneaky K's. it's always good. But here's the thing, I knew that I'd done more. So anyway, every time came that I went to a race, I knew that I'd done three hours more than most every other morning. I knew that I'd put more energy and more power into each one of those strokes in those three hours than every other person in a race and that I knew that I had the edge over them. And what did it all come down to? Success, my success came down to mindset, the mindset of not to lay back down, the mindset to put more power into the three hours that I was out before everyone else. What was I doing? I was doing things that others weren't prepared to do to get things that they would never have. So what I wanted to, and here's my lesson from this morning was that, yeah, it was hard to get out at, you know, I was up at 4.20, out in the road by 4.30. And my lesson from this morning was that I was more empowered by being out early and getting ahead of the game than what I would have been if I had snoozed in and kept on with that pattern of sleeping till 6.30, which possibly could have kept on going and slept till 7. So what I want you to know is that from that, I started this morning and adopted the same mindset and put more power and more energy into each one of those revolutions while everyone else was still in bed, knowing that it was putting me ahead of the game. So let's get on to today's message. And today's message is the key determining factor to success is your beliefs. Now, we all have a blueprint about the world. And that's what we call modalities. And these modalities are formed from a really young age. Some people believe, you know, if you believe in gestalt therapy, that that happens from even before, the, in, when you're in the womb, um, right through your whole life. But the formative years are zero to seven. And in zero to seven, it's very important that you protect what goes into your mind. So those modalities are influenced by parents and siblings and teachers, basically anyone that comes into your world and has an input or a say because they can sway and influence your mindset. Now, if your parents went through a recession or a depression or a world war, then possibly that their mindset is quite negative and life is difficult and life is a challenge and money is scarce and life is difficult and that's been passed on to you, which unfortunately you've now adopted because it was uh, dropped into into your psyche and your body and your mindset at the very young age between zero and seven in your formative years. Here's the thing if you're a parent or about to become a parent, what's really important is that you protect, you've got the most important job in the world of protecting your child's mind, and that you must inject positivity and reinforce creativity and the ability that they can do anything in those formative years and let them know that they are without doubt loved. Because in those years, you're either going to produce a child in, and who will turn into an adult that either is strong, confident, um, f- and the ability to do anything that it, uh, that child believes, or you're going to have someone who has limiting beliefs and doesn't think that they're capable of anything and has self-doubt and negative and, and a downtrodden mindset. Tony Robbins, uh, he, he's quoted by saying, beliefs have the ability to either create or destroy your life. How true is that? So we've already discussed limiting beliefs where, you know, they're they're either influenced by your parents, their mindset or their parents' mindset, and you've adopted possibly generations of negativity. These ideas are not even yours anymore. They're someone else's. Or you could have empowering beliefs. And the more empowering beliefs that you have, the more of those you have, the more success you'll bring into your life. Now, T. Harv Eker has come up with the, The mindset that thoughts lead to feelings and feelings lead to your actions and your actions lead to results. So thoughts lead to feelings, lead to actions, lead to results. It all starts with your thoughts. It all starts with your mindset. If you're thinking positive and you think you can do it, it will be done. So empowering beliefs allow you to create new things and new experiences. Empowering beliefs believe that failure is success and adversity is a blessing. See, they help you believe that it is okay to be vulnerable and that the past is behind you and anything possible is possible in the future. And empower, empowering beliefs are endless. They truly are endless. You can just keep building and building and building on top of them and they go from strength to strength to strength. Whereas limiting beliefs restrict your ability. See, there's a person who would say, you know, my father died from X X disease, then I'm going to get it because it's hereditary and it's in my blood. What are the chances of that person actually dying from that really high? Where if that came into my life, I would say, well, you know what? That was his allotment. That's not mine. That's not for me. I create my future. I design my future. I'm not built that way. I can't do that. I know, well, you know, stuff just happens to me. All that stuff is just a limiting belief. I just don't believe that applies to me. And you shouldn't believe it applies to you. Who's ever heard this one? Money is the root of all evil, or I have no control of my life, or things just bad things just seem to happen to me. Those with limiting beliefs are basically full of excuses. And here's my belief. You've got basically two things that are possible, reasons or results. I always strive for results. If I was set a task and I didn't get it done, I, I just own it and say, I didn't get it done. I don't come up with a dog ate my homework or the kids were this, the kids were sick, I was this, the traffic was bad. It's just, it just didn't happen. That's the result. Or if I went out and did what I said I would do when I said I would do it, the result of success is there as well. Jordan Belfort believes that limiting beliefs are like a governor. So imagine driving a Ferrari that has the potential to go to 365 kilometers per hour. Yet you're driving around with a governor on the, on the engine, capping its capacity as 40 kilometers per hour. Why would we do that? You're just exactly the same. You're a Ferrari with unlimited potential, yet you're driving around at 40 kilometers per hour. Take the governor off. Get rid of those limiting beliefs. You're exactly the same as that capped Ferrari. Uncap it. So, here's your home plate for the day. I want you to work out what is holding you back. What is your limiting belief? I want you to write down these limiting beliefs that you've adopted. They're not yours. You've adopted them from someone else. You've adopted them from people around you and made it your own. I want you to get clear on what these governors are the governors that are slowing your life down. Why do you want to walk? Why do you want to drive in the slow lane when you can drive in the express lane? So, on our next call, What I want you to do, uh, sorry, on our next call, we will be addressing some of the ways in which I can help you remove some of those limiting beliefs, get rid of some of those limiting factors and replace them with empowering beliefs to propel you forward and move your life forward and get you achieving everything you can out of life. So here's what I want you to do for today. Work on your limiting beliefs, write them down, get clear on what they are because they're not yours. You need to get rid of them. The next thing I want you to do is work on your big three rocks, the big three things that are going to move your life forward today get clear on those work on your goals but make sure all of those are aligned to your values and if they're aligned to your values you will be unstoppable you will be invincible and you'll have an amazing day thanks very much for joining me on the call really looking forward i'm really loving these calls i'm getting some great feedback um it, it is really phenomenal the stuff that's coming through via email and text and i'm very grateful for your comments and feedback it's um It's very welcomed. Have a great day, guys. Really looking forward to the call 9.15 on Wednesday. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 9.15. We're on the call. We're going to hit the ground running. We're not waiting for anyone. And uh, I really hope you have an empowering day. Get out there and make it happen. Talk soon. Bye.